Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Happy New Year. Woo. All right, we have gotten through another year and here we are in 2022. How are you feeling? How am I feeling? Well, let me tell you. This is how I'm feeling. I'm excited. I am super excited for the new year. Why? Because every day is a new day to get excited about what God is about to do. Like seriously, like every day is a new opportunity, a new chance, a new, it's, it's, it's just a new. <laughs> it doesn't really matter about it being a new year. I think honestly, we as a people, take the new year too seriously sometimes like it's like oh in starting in the new year especially towards the ending of the year and if if the year hasn't been going the way that we expected it to we're we're so focused on the new year and we have these new year's resolutions and we're saying that oh starting january 1st i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna do that and then if you don't do the things that you want to do at the beginning of the new year, it's like, oh, I started wrong. And like you're already giving up and you're only like maybe two days in or we have these New Year's resolutions that we begin and we start them and we may mess up one day. And it's like, oh, man, the whole year is trash. I got to wait till 2023. Seriously, like <laughs> let's stop taking the year so seriously and take the day seriously like what are you doing today where do you see yourself today what can you change today what can you do differently today that you didn't do yesterday that's going to make things better that's going to make things right you know god says in his word i'm doing a new thing can you not see it like he's doing a new thing every day his word tells us that every day his mercies and his grace are new they're new every morning so if it's new every morning and every morning he's giving you new grace new mercy to get through the day then why are we so focused on oh i gotta get it right for the whole year or i gotta get it right for this whole week or i'm going i'm doing this or I have to start at the top of the week. So, you know, the week starts on Sunday or starts on Monday. Like that's the work week. So on Monday, I'm going to start doing this when you can choose to do right today. Like even if you're starting a new lifestyle trend, I really don't like referring to it as a diet because diets don't work in my opinion. And, you know, we'll talk about that in another episode. But to me, it's not about dieting unless you're looking for a quick fix. If you're trying to hurry up and drop 20 pounds here and there, okay, go ahead, do a diet. That will happen. But just know that when you go back to your regular eating habits, that you're just going to put it right back on, probably plus more. But anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, like if you're starting a new lifestyle change and you're deciding, you know what, I want to change my lifestyle. I want to cut some things out. Or I want to go play, I want to go keto, I want to go vegan, I want to go pescatarian. Whatever it is that you're doing, just because in that day you may mess up and like, ah, oh, snap. I said I was going to be vegetarian for a week and I just ate some meat or whatever. You didn't realize that fish and eggs are actually meat and so you ate it. Um, and then you're like, ah, oh, okay, I got to start all over. You don't necessarily have to start all over the next day. Just choose to continue eating right for the rest of the day unless it's like, midnight you know what I'm saying but uh, I digress because <laughs> like in all honesty you guys I just want us to really reflect and be present in each moment that we have because tomorrow is not promised 
it's great to plan. It's great to, you know, have your goals to have like you should. You should set goals. You should plan things out, you know, and not just be sporadic in everything, but be intentional with each day. Go ahead and have your goals. Like, first of all, talk to God about it. Make sure that he's setting the agenda. I've, I've talked to you guys about that before. But like in all seriousness, after you have set your goals for the year and let's set goals, let's not do New Year's resolutions, but like goals. What are your goals for this year? You know, break it up into quarters. There, there are four quarters in the year. What is your overall goal? Where do you want to see yourself you know, by the end of this year and then set milestones. Like what are the the milestones that you need to set in each quarter to make sure that you stay on track for your goal? What are your goals for the first quarter? What are you trying to accomplish within the the first the first quarter of the year? Like what are you looking for? You know, like it's seriously like three months, just plan it out. What do you want to do in the next three months? Where do you want to see yourself? What do you want to see change? What do you want to see happen? But notice that I'm using the word see. Where do you see yourself? And it brings me to our discussion today. I want to talk to you guys about imagination. Like, seriously, when we were kids, we were told to use our imaginations. We we did it. Even if we weren't told, like, we just did it. Okay, I'm going to share a secret with you guys. When I was younger, yes, I did have an imaginary friend. Like, when I tell y'all that I was, like, so using (laughs) my imagination my imaginary my imaginary friend her name was Chiquita yes Chiquita liked the banana and um Chiquita had a whole family I don't know if it was because I was watching the Brady Bunch or whatever that inspired me but yes Chiquita um had uh, five sisters and brothers um she had well I'm saying she had two older sisters and she had three brothers so it was you know a total of six of them and then there are two parents of course and a dog and they lived in a two-story house with a picket fence and with french double doors i'm not even gonna lie to y'all that is like my dream house i actually drew a picture of this house and put it up on my wall in my bedroom and whenever I would pretend to go and visit Chiquita, I would look at this house and I would sit there and imagine and imagine myself playing in her backyard with her golden retriever. Like, listen, you guys can say what you want to say about me. But when I reflect on that and I reflect on how detailed I was about my imaginary friend and just the things that I was visualizing, I was like, man. I was really creative. I was really like tapping in to my imagination and believing for the impossible. And I want to talk to you guys about that today because I, I want to ask you, when's the last time you just allowed yourself to imagine? When's the last time that you really allowed yourself to dream big, right? Because we serve a big God and His word tells us that God is able to do exceeding abundantly far above we could ever ask or think. Uh, There's different versions of of that scripture, but one of them, it talks about imagination far above your wildest dreams, what you could imagine. Like, do you allow yourself to imagine and to dream? And the thing is, is that God is the creator of all things, right? And we were created in his image. So if we were created in his image and his likeness, then we're like God, right? 
And if God is a creator, then that means we are also creative. We can also imagine and dream and and see ourselves. And that and and we got to take this back to scripture. I mean, you guys know that I'm going to go back to scripture regardless cuz it that's just me. And I I have faith and I believe and I'm a believer. So I'm speaking to the believers primarily, but I'm hoping that if there's anybody out there who's not a believer that does take the time to listen, thank you for listening, first of all. But I'm hoping that I encourage you today to imagine and to believe because one, God imagined the entire universe and the earth and everything before it was even created. He imagined it. And then he spoke it and it came into existence. And that's something that we should take into practice. We should imagine and see ourselves where we want to be. The Bible tells us that so a man thinks, so he is. Like, what are you thinking of yourself? What are you imagining about yourself? Are you imagining that you are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender, not the borrower? Are you imagining yourself being in that CEO, CFO position that you may be dreaming for? Do you imagine yourself being that creator, that influencer, you know, that um, author, that film director, that actor, actress, that baker, that chef? you know, that pilot, like, what are you dreaming for? That interior designer, the, um, you know, celebrity athletic coach, like, what do you see yourself as? How are you thinking about yourselves? Because all of this, it happens in our minds, which is why we have to renew our minds, which is why the, the Bible tells us to focus on what is unseen versus in what is seen, because things that are seen are temporal, they're going to fade away after a while but what if we focus on the things that we can't see which is also why the bible tells us to call those things that are not as though they were start speaking those things that you want to see i've shared this in episodes before and saying what are you saying because what you're saying is what's going to create your your life it's going is what is going to create your environment what type what i mean i recently talked to you guys about your environment and creating an atmosphere for your faith to thrive and to to you know for you to believe for the impossible for the big things to have those big dreams what are you imagining what is taking place in your mind like seriously it's so important for us to understand that we are creative and that we have been given this gift of imagination that that is where your faith thrives where it survives in you imagining things and you being a like everything starts with imagination okay there if if you really think about it nothing in this earth on this planet ever became a reality until somebody thought of it somebody had to think of the idea of a chair they probably got tired of kneeling at the table first of all somebody had to think of the idea of a table they probably got tired of eating out of their hands eating out of their laps and they're like you know what i wonder because you got to turn to wonder turn to imagination i wonder could i create something where i could place my food on top of so i'm not eating out of my lap and then they created a table And then they're like, man, I'm tired of sitting on my knees. I'm tired of sitting, you know, on the floor. I wonder if I create something that I could sit on at the table. And then they created the chair. 
you know, um, let's just think about an artist. And, and there's various types of artists, right? There's the actual artists that use paints and oils and, and sculptures or a sculptor. There are the music artists, their ballet. All of these people, before, before an artist starts to create a beautiful canvas, they first see it. Just like an architect. Before an architect decides to create a building, they first have to see it in their mind so that they can sketch it out. And ooh, that takes me to Habeka 2 and 2 that tells us to write the vision and make it plain. When you imagine things, you eventually write it down to, to see what it is that you've already saw in your head on paper. And then it's there. And so now that you've seen it on paper, just like an architect, they take that vision of that building from their mind, sketch it on paper, and now they're drawing up blueprints for you to build a house. And so what happens? The architect takes it to the contractor, and the contractor sees this, this blueprint for this house or for this building, and they go and get the materials because what? They saw the vision and they ran with it. So they go out and they get the materials, and then here it is. They start building this building, and then at the end, you have this final product. Are we doing that? Like it happens every single day with the things that we're using. Somebody thought of the cell phone before. Like we we had, what was it called? Pigeon carriers where messages were sent by birds, you know, and then we had the, you know, the, the, the telegraph. Like now all of a sudden we have cell phones where you can FaceTime. Somebody thought of that. Like, hey, I really need to be able to see the people that I'm talking to that are far away. We got to figure out how to make this possible. They thought about it and they wrote it down. They figured out what they needed to to get. Like they got a team together because they wrote down the vision. Hey, this is what I want. Okay, this is who I need to run with this vision so that it can come to pass. And now we have cell phones. Now we have FaceTime. Now we have devices where we can call one another and speak in person. Somebody created things like Zoom and Teams and Google Meetup. Why? So that we could continue to connect with each other during the middle of a pandemic where we couldn't gather together anymore. It was like, okay, we may not be able to gather in person, but how can we still gather together virtually? It was an idea that started in somebody's mind. How many times have you found yourself watching the show Shark Tank or watching, you know, QVC or one of those shows where they're showing these different ideas or these different types of um, products for us to purchase and to buy? Like all of these ideas and products, they started in our mind. How many times have you found yourself saying like, man, I could have thought of something like that. Like even with the things as far as like pacifiers and the little clips that you hook the pacifiers on. These are things like moms. Seriously, you, you I think moms are the most creative ones because like you figure out ways to, you know, feed your child or to tend to your child while you're trying to do other things. Like but these ideas first happened in your mind. I remember um, in it was a sixth grade. No, it was eighth. No, it was sixth grade. I'm sorry, y'all. I remember back in sixth grade, my sixth grade English teacher, Mrs. Williams, um, I'll never forget her. I think she was one of one of the most impactful teachers that I had over the years. But one of the things that she had us do in class was she had us um, be inventors. And so we we could invent a device that was already created to just figure out a new way of changing it, like a new look on it or invent something completely different. And 
I remember one of my classmates, she invented this um, this dog collar. Now, I don't know if this thing really in, in exists today, but I know back in sixth grade that one of my classmates created it, and I thought it was a phenomenal idea. Basically, she took a dog collar and she attached um, Christmas lights to it and battery-operated Christmas lights. And she said that it was, I forgot what she called it, but basically she was like, it's when I let my dog out at night, I can't see where he is. So by having the dog collar on him, when I send him out to go to the restroom, I can see where he is because of the collar. Now, this probably does exist. Like I said, I don't know. It's not something I've researched or looked up. But I know back when I was a sixth grader, I was like, man, that is a great idea. But how did that happen? It happened because it started in her mind first. She was thinking about her dog, thinking about the fact that, man, when my dog goes out, I can't see him. Now, for most of us, we might be like, oh, well, I'll just turn on the backlight. What if your backlight is out? You know what I'm saying? What if you don't have a backlight? But it was a vision, a thought that first took place inside of her mind. I, I know that there are times that I've looked at stuff on, on QVC or seen it on Shark Tank, and I was like, man, I could have thought of something like that. Like, seriously, I even with myself, there's little things that I will rig in the house to work for myself. But for me, I'm not thinking about, oh, this is a product I could possibly sell, you know, or this is something I can do. But... I want us to stop limiting ourselves. Uh, well, again, you guys know me. I'm going to speak from <laughs> my own experience. I want to stop limiting myself. I want to stop just not allowing myself to dream and be a dreamer and just write these dreams down. And see, I also think that sometimes our dreams scare us. It's like, oh, like, wow, that could never happen. But in the words of Pastor Michael Todd, it's only crazy until it happens. You may be having this big dream that you're like, man, this is super crazy. I can't even share it with anybody. I don't think anybody's going to believe me. But every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. Those dreams, those visions, those imaginations that you have, those, those impossible things that you are thinking of, it came from somewhere, you know, and it's something that God wants you to do. And we should not be afraid of what's inside of us, because in all honesty, everything that we need to do what we're supposed to do on this earth is already on the inside of us. So dream big because you serve a big God and there's nothing impossible for him. You know, like you should allow yourself to dream big this year. And it's great to plan that out. Like I said, set your goals for 2022 and write down what it is that you want to accomplish by the end of, of this year. And then create smaller goals, smaller milestones to reach in each quarter and write down what it is. And ask God, God, how am I supposed to accomplish this? What is the agenda? And that's where the daily things come in because it's like, okay, God, today, who is it that I'm supposed to connect with or that I'm supposed to pray for or that I'm supposed to do? Like, you've given me this dream, this vision, 
how do I bring it to pass? Who is my board of, of directors? Like, who's my team? Because he'll always send you people to help you accomplish it. Again, remember, once you write the vision, you're writing it down so that others can see and run with it. Who's your team that's supposed to see your vision to run with it and help you bring it to fruition? help you bring it to manifestation who's gonna be the people that's gonna be you know standing in the gap or standing in agreement with you that this is going to come to pass and then also remember that it may take some time for that vision to actually manifest on this side of heaven so don't be discouraged by it don't be discouraged by the delay i you know i shared with you guys recently delay does not mean denial it doesn't. And sometimes things are delayed because there's some things that God is trying to work out of you or get to you or just some lessons that he wants you to learn in preparation for the manifestation. You know, I've, I've talked to you guys previously before about being prepared for what you're praying for. You know, sometimes we're praying for something and we're not necessarily pray, you know, prepared to step into it. You know, I, the simplest uh, analogy of that that comes to my mind is praying for a bigger house you praying for a bigger house but too much is given much is required and there's there's more responsibility so now you have this bigger house and there's more space to keep clean and sometimes those things can become frustrating and overwhelming for people but it's like but isn't that what you were praying for so you weren't prepared for what you were praying for because you weren't thinking about all the responsibility that came with it and see this is why sometimes there needs to be a delay in what we are asking God for, because he's like, I got to prepare your mind for this thing. You know, it's not that he's saying no, he's like, okay, I can get it to you. This is a part of what I want for your life. But mentally, you're not there. You know, you I got to mature you a little bit, you got some growing to do some growing pains. Oh, because we don't like the process. But the process is where growing pains happens and occurs. And so yeah, it doesn't always feel good, but it's working together for our good so that we can walk into that place that we want to be in. And so I just want to encourage you all to imagine and dream big. Don't let go of your dreams and your goals. Don't think that you're too old. Don't think that it's passed you by and that there's still not time because there is. The fact that you're still here, that you're still living and breathing, that you're still in your right mind, you still got use of your limbs, you have purpose. You still have things to accomplish and fulfill. So those dreams that you have, don't let them die in the graveyard. Go ahead and start dreaming again. It, it, the, the Bible tells us that we should come as a little child if, it, because children have such a great imagination. There's such an innocence about them because they haven't been tainted yet. They haven't gone through uh, enough disappointments to, to stifle their faith and their belief in things happening and in the impossible. And and for those who may have gone through some stuff but still believe, oh, that is such a blessing because for us as adults, that's where it comes it comes down to. We have gone through the rejections. We have gone through the disappointments. We have allowed for 
things and obstacles to hinder us and to stifle our faith. But it's for us to be like, God, help my unbelief. Like, I know the reality of this thing, but I know who you are and I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to trust in the God who is the God of the impossible. I'm going to trust in the God who is the creator of all things, who is all knowing, who is all powerful, who has the ability to allow for this to come and to exceed what I can even dream for. Do can you, does that really like hit you the fact that you can dream so big that is still not bigger than what God can bless you with? Like wow. Honestly, like this is why I'm excited for this year because this year I am tr- I am I have decided to dream big. I am going to dream big. I'm going to dare to speak my dreams, dare to speak what I am imagining for myself and for my family, daring to write it down, daring to say, you know what, I'm going to step out on crazy faith and believe for this thing. I, I mean, because for me, at the end of the day, it's like, where is it coming from? Why? Why am I even dreaming this? And so if I, I can go confident, confidently, ooh, trying to speak, I can go confidently before the Lord, believing and trusting that whatever I ask for, I have because it's according to his will and his purpose. I, I can believe that. I can believe for this big thing, knowing that it's going to take my big God to bring it to fruition because I can't do it on my own. I I am incapable. There is nothing that I can do. I was having this conversation with Anthony the other day that I said to him, I said, um, and it was a moment of me just kind of encouraging him because I told him, I said, Anthony, you don't have control of this. You you're you're trying to control it, but you can't. I said, you need to just let go and let God. You know, it's one of those those situations where it's just like you're trying to figure things out and you're frustrating yourself. You're 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 making yourself get stressed and feel overwhelmed because you're trying to figure how to how to fix it. And I said, and I get it. And I told y'all I share with y'all, Mr. Fix it. And Mr. Fix it was trying to fix it. But all he was doing was frustrating himself. And I told him, I said, you just got to let it go. You have to let it go and realize this is bigger than you. This is out of your control and you have to be at peace with that. You have to be at peace with whatever the outcome is and allow God to take care of it. Because no matter what the outcome is, it is going to work out for our good. It's hard to say that sometimes I get it when you are in the midst of something. But I choose faith. I, I In all honesty, I'm just going to be real with y'all because I'm here to be humble, open and transparent. I, it's either I'm going to believe or I'm not. I can't live this life without hope. I can't walk this life hopeless. Like that's just not an option for me. Because t- for me, if I have no, fo- no hope, if I have no faith, then what's life worth living for? If everything is all doom and gloom and I'm just going to stay in my feelings and I'm going to be disappointed, and I'm going to be rejected. And I, if I'm if I'm going to choose to just stay in that, then what's the purpose of living? Like, no, I have to hope. I have to believe. I I choose to believe that there is better. I choose to believe that there is a God who 
is going to work all of this out for my good, that there is a God who is continuing to do a good work in me until the return of my Savior, that there is a God who I can trust in, who is my fortress, my refuge, my uh, a God who is the sustainer of my mind, the lifter of my head, the God of peace who get, brings me peace that surpasses all understanding, who gives me comfort, a God where I am weak, he is strong, he strengthens me because I wait upon him so he can renew my strength a God who gives me joy because the joy of the Lord is my strength I can choose to have joy I can choose to rejoice today I can choose to be glad and to be happy I don't have to stay in my my depression I don't have to stay in the disappointment I don't have to stay in the past hurts and pain I don't have to stay in this miserable state of mind I can choose to be happy I can choose to let all of that stay in the past, heal from it, because I don't want it coming back up trying to stifle or steal my joy in the future. So, yes, I'm going to allow myself to feel and deal with it and heal from it so that I can have joy. And I say that to you. I don't know who needs to hear that, but you can choose to have joy today. You can choose to fight. There is will inside of you. There is willpower. You have it inside of you to choose. I'm going to fight for this. And whether you need to fight it by using medication at first to help you get some things in balance, then you can do that and you can pray, okay, God, I don't want to be on this medication forever. So help me to align myself so that I don't have to rely on this much longer. But you can still choose. You can choose to be happy by going on the medication if you need to. You can choose to be happy by going to therapy if you choose to do so because therapy is a good thing. It is a great thing to be able to talk to somebody who can professionally help you work through the past traumas because a lot of us have gone through some trauma that we haven't even realized we've gone through until something happens that triggers that back and that memory back to us and then we want to blow up and go off on people. But I am saying that we can imagine ourselves better. We can see ourselves better. We can see ourselves happy. We can see ourselves joyful. We can see ourselves successful. We can see ourselves blessed. We can see ourselves highly favored. We can see ourselves as a child of God, favored and blessed and loved. How do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself this year? What are you imagining for you and for your family? And are you writing this down? Are you declaring it over your life? Are you speaking it? Because you got to speak it. Remember, your words are your seeds. What kind of seeds are you going to plant in this new year? What kind of visions and dreams are you going to have in this new year and see yourself? Because first you think it and you see it. So that you can believe it, you be, you're believing, you're already believing it because it's in your mind and you see it in your mind. And then the more you see it in your mind and you're believing it, you start declaring it and speaking those things so that you can see it manifest and happen in your life. Start changing your life by what you're saying. But before you speak it, you got to see it so you can believe it. And you got to see it in your mind. Not see it in, in, in person because, you know, that's where that whole see it to believe it gets mixed up. No, you got to believe it to see it. And, it be, and the belief happens in your mind. You got to see it up here. Start imagining those things. Imagine yourself better. Dream yourself better. Visualize yourself better. Anyways, you guys, 
I hope you got something out of the podcast today. It's always my prayer that you do. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00. Uh, you can continue to send in your listener letters to hannahsworld00 at gmail.com. You can also check me out on Facebook at Hannah's World. But until next time, peace out, world. <laughs>